Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the southern part of Texas, in the town of San Globalists are doing everything they can, ladies and gentlemen, to totally and completely shut down the third world, just like they're shutting us down. Just like they told the third world in Western Envy, oh, we're going to double taxes in the West and give you the money. They got the actual world government legislation that's public four years ago at Copenhagen. It right at doubled. Right at doubled. One point below doubling the taxes on the third world to pay the IMF and World Bank and the bankers money to wreck them. The bankers already have unlimited money. I said I'd go to your calls, we'll go to them. I just get off on the immigration thing, it makes me so upset. We need America and the West as engines to actually build and promote industry in these countries, but not by moving our industry there, but by having economic development cooperations. That is not what NAFTA and GATT are, those are one-way streets. The wages have lowered in Mexico since NAFTA and GATT. The wages have lowered in China since all these international trade deals. L look it up. They didn't have suicide nets and robots replacing people five years ago in China, 20 years ago. They forced the farmers off their land and collectivized them like the Great Leap Forward under Mao, but a modern Great Leap Forward and a cultural revolution in the Foxcom Apple slave dens. You understand that's what they want for all of us. They, they see us as dogs, as scum. We need to use the West to jack up the third world, industrialize them. Then their birth rates will go negative, just like the West, below 2.1 replacement rate that's needed to just keep a civilization going. I don't even want to get negative rates in the third world. I want stabilization, stabilization here. The big lie of the Royal Commission that set the whole world on its course of the modern eugenics paradigm, 1949, look it up, in England that was adopted as U.S. law in 1973 under the State Department Memorandum 200, look it up, it's declassified in 1991, they said we're going to block development in the third world, use their overpopulation system as a bomb to destroy them and make them abject, then we'll go in and clean up later and sterilize them. And we'll use that giant excess population to leverage out the West and dominate our indigenous populations that are politically dangerous to us. We need to neutralize them first. So they're annihilating the West. They're annihilating the Middle East. They're annihilating Asia. They're annihilating Africa. They're annihilating Latin America. And then they're using with giant... Ford Foundation funded systems for 60 years telling Mexico the U.S. belongs to them and the whites are all racist and you're going to get your Oslan and you're going to get them. Why are the big banks funding all that? Because they're going to break up the country, get us all in fights with each other, use a giant welfare class to leverage out and take everybody's guns and nationalize the economy and then we'll all be peon slaves. I said I'd go to your phone calls. It's just that I kind of get wound up in the first hours. You know, I get more tired during the second and third hour, just kind of gibber in circles. But this is what's so frustrating is that they want to destroy everybody and they don't even really want to stabilize world population. They actually used, in some areas, overpopulation in third world areas where it's hellish 
as a sucking system to economically conquer the world. They use these people as an engine of low wages to destroy the West. I mean, this is diabolical. Now the robots are going to be coming in the next decade and phasing out the humans on record. That's not me saying that. That's all the top technocrats. And that's when they're going to have big wars, bioweapon releases, you name it, blamed on terrorists, and shut down the entire grid, shut down the entire system, and bring in their planetary rule and their Elysium-type program with underground bases, walled-off command cities, and, yes, off-world and ocean habitations that have all been announced publicly by Peter Thiel of um, PayPal uh, and, of course, uh, the folks over at Google. This is all the official plan. It's been officially adopted, and they're officially fine-tuning it. Okay, you understand what you're hearing here is the real program. So when you hear it's a civil riot and the illegals are going to be chaining themselves to everything and feeling sorry for themselves and whining and all the rest of it, th this is total destruction for everybody if this goes through. They also need the first world as a steam valve so that revolution can be exported here to be controlled by the establishment left, the authoritarian left, to bring down the old republic instead of using the revolution there to get any type of uh, new system in in the third world that the globalists don't control. It's Tuesday, January 31st, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. It's a freezing cold day here in Texas. My car was completely covered in ice, so I had the crew kind of scrambling this morning just trying to get ready. And uh, they did. So here we are. So very glad to be coming to you regardless of the weather, rain, shine, sleet or snow. We will be here to defeat the globalist day in and day out. Infowarstore.com is how you keep us on the air. We got a lot of news about the war in Ukraine, a lot of uh, political news today. We're going to touch back on a story that we just barely covered yesterday. That is the latest Twitter files release of a little investigation, did a little did a little Googling of names contained within these revelations and you will not believe what i found would you believe that the people who were censoring language at twitter were also involved in the spy agencies and also had positions of authority in west exec the uh, corporation that has staffed the entire biden white house would you believe it it's crazy it's just crazy you guys it's the most typical thing you can possibly imagine and uh, honestly the it's like all of these – it's crazy. It's, it really is crazy how these people jump from the FBI to Twitter to MSNBC to West Exec to the White House to FBI to Twitter to MSNBC to CNN to the White House. I mean it's just it's – a, it's a network. It's a cabal. It's a network. It's a web. It's a, a very tangled web I guess you could say. And we're going to do the Daily Dispatch in uh, – a little bit of a haphazard way now as we're going to do some of them here on the table. And then we're going to go to my computer screen for a few because, like I said, we're, uh, we're not used to ice here in Texas. I don't have some sort of device for scraping ice off my car. I don't know how you're supposed to do it, actually. I just turn the heat on and sit there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's very bizarre. Uh, but we're going to open up uh, the phone lines for your calls. Lots of videos to get to today as well. Some somewhat disturbing ones, but we'll get to it. We'll get into it. We got some pretty 
uh, I've, I've been told this video is really great about uh, Bill Gates being grilled on Jeffrey Epstein. So we'll get into that as well. But lots of stuff to cover today. Glad you're with us. Let's get into it, shall we? Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. Here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 31st of January, 2023. President Biden to end COVID-19 emergencies on May 11th. President Joe Biden talks with reporters on the South Lawn of uh, the White House in Washington, where he and he informed Congress on Monday that he will end the twin national emergencies for addressing COVID-19 on May 11th, as most of the world has returned closer to normalcy nearly three years after it was first declared. And remember, they keep extending the emergency because the emergency gives them cover to do all of the things that they wouldn't be able to do if it wasn't a so-called emergency. So expect them to be, uh, you know, closing up the the loose ends here at the end. You know, getting getting the liability shields into place for the vaccines, and you know, getting all you know whatever medicine that they need to rush through the process, get it done really quick, just get it done under the wire. Uh, but of course, they've got. Oh, what? Uh, Four months at this point. So it'll be a while. Pretty incredible. Of course, the emergency has been over for years at this point, uh, but never let a good crisis go to waste, right? The move to end the national emergency and public health emergency declarations would formally restructure the federal coronavirus response to treat the virus as an endemic threat to public health that can be managed through the agency's normal authorities, like it should have been treated from the beginning. Really incredible stuff. It's almost over, you guys. We'll all be able to look back fondly at the time that we were right about everything and everybody else died from the vaccines. Really great stuff. Meanwhile, and again, you know, it's just – who do I need to talk to about this war in Ukraine? Who, who do we need to, to talk to about getting this fixed? Because as far as I can tell, people in charge are suicidal narcissists. That are driving us towards World War III, and no amount of help or aid or weapons will ever, ever be enough. Who do I need to talk to to just go, hey, well, why don't we just stop doing this? How about we just let Ukraine deal with it? I mean, is this that hard of a decision to make? The headline is this After tank pledges, Ukraine seeks Western fighter jets. Zelensky, he's not, he's not asking. He's demanding 200 F-16 fighter planes. Ukraine is pushing Western allies to provide it with fighter jets a week after winning pledges of sophisticated modern tanks to help it beat back Russia's invasion force. After almost a year of fighting, Ukrainian Defense Minister Olesky Reznikov was due in Paris on Tuesday where discussions about the possible delivery of fighter jets to Ukraine was expected to be on the agenda. Have you ever read that book, When You Give a Mouse a Cookie? It's kind of like what this is, except instead of a instead of a cookie, it's seven years worth of javelin and stinger production. Instead of milk, it's tanks, and now it's fighter jets. Next, it'll be people, and then nukes. It's just when will it ever be enough? When will it ever be? It won't ever be enough, and they're never going to win. So we're just continuing to waste all of our arms and tanks and planes on this, on whatever this is, on forcing the people of the Donbass to remain in a state that they chose and voted to leave. Really? That's what this is all about? All of this is about 
a province or two in Ukraine that want to be Russian, but the Ukrainians don't want to let them be Russian. And so we're going to spend all of our money and waste all of our ammo and spend our entire military budget forcing the people of the Donbass and Luhansk area to remain in Ukraine when they don't want to. But for democracy, remember? Because democracy? Okay. Okay, great. There's no indication that a decision on warplanes to Ukraine might come anytime soon, and no sign the Western countries have changed their earlier stance on the issue. It's all just a game. This is all just, like, uh, it's, so, it's so obvious. Because they do, they do the same thing with tanks. It's like the debt ceiling or something, right? It's like every couple, it's, except it's compressed, right? Because every couple of years or every year or so, we have to go through this debt ceiling song and dance where nothing ever happens, but they have to pretend, oh, this is very serious. Oh, no, we, we have to debate. Oh, well, and we raise the debt ceiling and it's over. It's just like every time. So they do it with, they do it with the weapons. Oh, the, the Western countries say they will not be supplying weapons, but Ukraine really wants them. And oh, now the West is opening their mind to perhaps supplying some. And, now, and then it ends up with just sending them $100 billion with the weapons and the whole song and dance is just it has a inevitable ending it's a foregone conclusion so they'll be getting the fighter jets we just have to spend a month or so pretending that the west is is concerned about whether this is the right thing to do or not just know they've already signed the agreement they're already like okay 200 fighter jets yeah we'll do it we just got to do this little song and dance for a little while first while we while we put the pieces in order so the time that the public is presented as oh we finally come to a conclusion i think we will be supplying fighter jets there's been a month or two worth of like moving the jets around and getting them in place so once the decision is made it's a quick transfer but you spend the the time before acting like you're 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 hesitant or reticent to do this the uk government which has been one of kiev's staunchest diplomatic supporters and military suppliers is uh said that sending fighter jets is not practical that's just it's just not practical yeah maybe they'll just uh you know, maybe it's easier if we just go to war with Russia. You know, maybe, it's, you know, if, we, if you want fighter jets involved, maybe we can just supply the fighter jets and the pilots. And we'll just go directly to war with Russia because we literally already are. And everybody knows this, Russia included. Russia warns the United States the end of nuclear arms control may be nigh. Russia told the United States on Monday the last remaining pillar of bilateral nuclear arms control could expire in 2026 without a replacement due to what it said were U.S. efforts to inflict strategic defeat on Moscow in Ukraine. Both Russia and the United States still have vast arsenals of nuclear weapons, which are currently partially limited by the 2011 START Treaty which in 2021 was extended until 2026. What comes after February, 20, uh, February 2026, however, is, not un- is unclear, though Washington has indicated it wants to reach a follow-on agreement with Russia. Asked, when asked if Moscow could envisage there being no nuclear arm control treaty, uh, treaty after 2026, Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Rakovov or whatever, told the IRA, uh, RIA state new agency this is quite a possible scenario. Well, if we make it to 2020, let's focus on making it to 2026, and then we can figure out uh, about the nuclear arms control. Let's try to not kill ourselves before then, and we'll see how it goes. How's that sound? InfoWars secret weapon is finally here. It's a secret weapon for your immune system, for your stamina, for your energy, for your way of life, for your libido. And it also keeps InfoWars on the air. And I almost forgot, you save at least 50% on these products 
for what you'd pay for similar products or the exact same products in stores around the country. That's because we go right to the highest quality manufacturer in the nation that supplies some of the top names. They then give us the best deal out there because the owner is a listener. And we're able to bring it to you with massive discounts. You're not going to find 1,000 milligram high quality CBD for anywhere near the price we sell it. You're not going to find it the 10 milligram or the 20 milligram. You're not going to find turmeric at 95% humanoid at the price we're selling it. You're not going to find any of this anywhere near that. These similar formulas with the same formulas sell for up to 200% more than we're selling these. InfoWars MD, now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, a true 360 win. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation Great Reset Combine trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. That's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, continuing with our daily dispatch here, just a quick reminder before we move away from the Ukraine war topic from the serious report on Twitter. They say Ukraine started the war with over 2,000 tanks and subsequently received hundreds more via former Soviet Union states. So the first question is, what happened to all those tanks? And secondly, why will perhaps 250 to 300 Western tanks be yet another game changer? Well, I think you're you're falling for a trick here that anything you see about the war has any reflection on reality whatsoever. Now, this is like a soap opera drama that they're carrying out, and you need the occasional you know, conflict to, to get people interested again, right? I mean, Russia's w- winning essentially everywhere. Uh, they've achieved their military goals. They have stopped the U.S. bioweapons labs, which, by the way, we have a lot of information on that that we'll cover a little bit later. Uh, and so to, to keep this charade going, every once in a while you have to have some sort of you know, appearance of uh, not, not even victory, but like some hope that you're injecting in, right? It's like, well, Ukraine just needs these tanks, just needs these tanks. Nobody argues about the tanks for a little while. Then they get the tanks, and all the tanks get blown up. And they're like, wow, we need fighter jets. Well, let's talk about fighter jets for a month now. So that's what they're going to do, and um, it's all retarded. So there you go. There you go, folks. It's like anybody in any position of power want to uh, stop the war? Any, anybody want to even tell us why we're at war? Give us some sort of reason why we should be at war? You want to make a formal declaration of war? No? None of those things? All right, great. Then we'll all die. Fantastic. Wonderful. I'm not kidding. I, I really – the things I'm just seeing in the in the background, little signals I'm getting are uh, that the entire military-industrial complex is ramping up 
to something horrifying. We could stop it at any time. Anytime, anytime we choose, we can just stop doing this, but we don't. Uh, next, we have this breaking new Cochrane review that is the gold standard of evidence based medicine on efficacy of masks concludes, quote, the pooled results of our RCTs did not show a clear reduction in respiratory viral infection with the use of medical slash surgical masks, physical intervention to interrupt or reduce the spread of respiratory viruses. Uh, this has been published uh, yesterday. And yeah, it showed the masks didn't work. Uh, the social distancing didn't work. And I saw a lot of people. Coming out and saying, well, now that we know the truth, will you stop talking about the masks and the, and the mandates? And I, I don't know how to tell you this. We've always known this. I mean before COVID, everybody knew masks didn't work. Everybody knew that it didn't actually stop to spread infection. Everybody knew that. Doc, Dr. Fauci gave you know, interviews where he discussed that without any obscurity or obfuscation. It was just very clear cut. No, masks don't work. Uh, then there was a period during COVID where everybody pretended that masks work, acknowledging behind the scenes and sometimes in public that the purpose of that was a psychological operation to keep people away from one another, that people were more frightened and more scared with the visible and physical symbol of a muzzle on their face. So it was a psychological imperative that everybody had to wear the masks. So And now we're back to knowing the masks don't work anymore. So, I mean, there was a brief time where everybody in power and authority – Knowing the masks didn't work, pretended they did, and now we're back to them acknowledging that they don't. So the science hasn't changed. The deception has worn thin, and now they've abolished it. So that's what's happening there. Finally, we have this. Some good news. We're going to end on a high note here. Not being sarcastic. This is wonderful. From Infowars.com, Catholic activist acquitted after being accused of shoving abortion clinic volunteer. Yes, folks. This is it. This is what we have to consider a victory these days. For once, our bastardized and horrifyingly tyrannical government has chosen not to imprison a father of seven for decades for daring to push somebody who was assaulting his child. This is a victory today. It's, it's shocking and rare that the American government was not able to convince a jury of Americans to imprison a man for protecting his son nearby an abortion clinic. This is a victory. This is this is good. <laughs> it's we should never be get in this position, right? But but it's good. But it's fine. Pro life active uh, advocate Mark uh, Hauk, who faced up to eleven years in prison, has been found not guilty. Hooray, huzzah! But I bet he's learned his lesson. Bet he's not going to be super active in the anti-abortion realm anymore, so problem solved, right? They got what they wanted at the end of the day, but it's good that he's not going to jail for 11 years. It's nice to know that you know his children won't be graduated and in college by the time he's allowed to see sunlight again. Again, this is a victory apparently. It's kind of hard to, kind of hard to wrap your minds around. That we have to consider this. Like it just never should have gotten to this point. Right? But there it is. The jury's reached a verdict in the case of Mark Houck, the pro-life activist from Bucks County, accused of violating the Federal FACE Act when he pushed an injured uh, patient escort outside of a Planned Parenthood in Philadelphia. A patient escort. The case centers on October 13th, 2021. Hauk is accused of pushing patient, patient escort Bruce Love on two occasions. Second time, he knocked Love to the ground, injuring his elbow, wrist, and hip. 
that second push was caught on camera. Of course, at the time, apparently the guy was getting in the face of and yelling at uh, Mark's like 11-year-old child. And then his house was raided and he had guns pointed at his children while he was arrested in front of his seven children and hauled off to be charged with this crime. So his life's been destroyed. His activist activity has definitely been uh, limited. I doubt he'll be eager to get back on the streets again after – facing nearly a decade in prison, so problem solved there. Children traumatized. The signal's gone out to the rest of the abortion activists that it doesn't matter who you are or how within bounds of the law you are, you will still be threatened with and possibly sentenced to a decade in prison for daring to oppose the wholesale slaughter of living babies. So, yeah, there's that. I gotta say... I was going to play this video yesterday, but I think I'll play it today. I'll have to pull it into the, the folder. It's, a, it's an edit from Robot Polisher showing Owen, Alex, and I all talking about the uh, Scott Adams thing. And the point of it is that I, I want to play because my, my dad sent it out to a bunch of people, a bunch of people that aren't info warriors, right? They aren't conspiracy theorists. And it just struck me how what, like, what a disconnect there is and how – like our our whole discussion is predicated on the knowledge of the fact that there's skyrocketing death rates. And then if you don't watch this alternative media, you don't know that's happening. And, and it really just paints for me a perfectly clear picture of just how ignorant the vast majority of Americans are because they really think that if anything was important, the news would cover it. So if the news doesn't cover it, it's not important and it must not be happening. So they don't they don't have any idea about the skyrocketing death rates. They don't have any idea about the arrest of abortion activists. I, I think they would kind of be upset at that sort of thing. But it just sort of reaffirmed this idea that like the most important thing we can be doing right now is getting this information out, spreading the word, telling people what's going on. Because it see, I mean, we've had so much success recently, and it seems like, you know, in our own little cocoons, in our own little bubbles, everybody knows this is going on. But the fact is we have to expand outside of that bubble. We have to spread this word and spread this message. Not necessarily – they don't have to believe what we believe, but they've got to know what's going on. They've got to understand what's happening and what is at work behind the scenes. If they don't, how are they ever going to resist it? Like – it just, it just reaffirmed to me the mission of InfoWars. So this is an information war. We've got to get this information out because that can truly change the like world. Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the info war. And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video. Millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. 
Welcome back, folks. We have a lot of news to cover about the war in Ukraine, the bioweapons lab that seemed to be the true predicate of this conflict behind the scenes. We're also going to talk about updates in the uh, COVID nonsense. Tucker Carlson has actually covered the destruction of food processing plants across the country. And it's not just country, by the way. It's the entire world that's experiencing this, at least the, the Western world. So that's that's good to know. We'll, we'll go to that video in just a little bit. I, I do want to go to a longer video here, but it's worth watching the whole thing. And, of course, it makes up the title of today's broadcast. MIT professor calls for immediate end to COVID vaccines. And, again, I... You look around the world, it's so easy to become blackpilled. It's so easy to think that there's nothing that can be done to stop what's coming, that the people in power just are simply too good at this point at concealing their intentions, at misleading the American public, at using fear to circumvent and override any logical or or reasoning capability that the American people have. And you just see this onslaught, this, you know, snowball rolling down the hill it's only going to get bigger and stronger and faster as it moves forward and and stopping it is impossible but i really don't believe that i really believe that if enough people knew and that if the information could be absorbed by these people this could all be over but the problem is not that these people hear what's going on and then don't believe it they literally don't know what's going on if they're not being told it, they're never going to find it out. They're not out there looking for what's really going on. They're not digging into information. They're not doing their own research. They are being spoon-fed lies by the media, and their life has been fine not questioning the media so far. Why would they start questioning them now? So, And and again, I, I don't know. I was just thinking about this because I was trying to – I was watching this little highlight video with me and owen and alex and it's hilarious how how on the same page we all are like we don't we don't collaborate behind the scenes like we're all so busy like by the time i'm off alex is on is on the air and i'm usually out of the office by the time owen shows up to to do the war room so it's not like we like get together and go okay scott adams admitted that he you know how are we going to cover this how should we we say this we just we all just are on the same path we're all just on the same line we're all just filled with the same spirit so it's just obvious what we all agree completely like perfectly in line it's hilarious because in this video that i'll show you i don't know i I just like it because it's just like we're saying the same thing but i'm saying it in this sarcastic kind of sardonic way and then owen is raging at it and then uh, it's just it's great uh it's very like typical of of who we are but i was trying to watch this and imagine what it would be like if i didn't know any of the stuff that we were talking about if i was a a third person that didn't had never heard about the sudden deaths I guarantee you if you go outside right now and go walk around the street and go, have you heard of this sudden death situation? Nine out of ten people will be like, no idea what you're talking about. It sounds like a conspiracy to me. I shouldn't listen to you, and they'll walk away. Like they have no idea. So to me it's like what it, what does it look like to them to hear someone like me just casually referencing that the, the fact that people who are vaccinated are dying at a massive rate? Do they have any idea? Do they realize? Do they know this is going on? I don't think they do. If they knew it was going on, then maybe they would – think about the fact it was going on maybe they would just in their own mind start to make connections so we've got to get this information out we've got to tell people what's going on and one of the easiest or best ways to do that is to have experts and professionals tell them the truth right now the experts and professionals have been chosen and put in those positions to lie 
the, the public ones. The ones that are actually making statements to the public are not the best qualified or most experienced or most knowledgeable. They're the ones who are very capable of lying convincingly. So that's why they're there. So if they aren't spoon-fed this stuff, if they aren't told – if the regular people out there aren't presented with this stuff, they'll never find it. They'll never know it. So then when they hear us referencing what's going on, they it's like they have no idea. It's like me listening to somebody talk about Dragon Ball Z. I've never watched it in my life, so I'm just like – uh, what? They're like, yeah, that's when Goku did. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I, have no, I don't have the basis for understanding the conflict that you're describing, right? It's this thing I, you know, so they they have no, so this is our little, it's our little anime obsession that they have no interest in, but we have to force them to be interested in this because it's not a fantasy, it's the real life and people are dying at a massive rate. And it really is an information war and we really can make a change. We really can reverse all of this. And one of the ways we do that is by showing that it's not just, it's not just us, just us nobody sitting here in a, in a studio reading the mainstream news. It's professionals. It's experts. It's people like this prominent MIT professor who's an expert on drugs, drug, drug safety analytics, and he is calling for an immediate suspension. Not, a, not an investigation, not a looking into, not a pause, a suspension of all COVID mRNA vaccines. Let's watch this video now. Hi, my name is Retzef Levy. And since 2006, I'm a faculty member at MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts. I have more than 30 years of experience as a practitioner and an academic in using data and analytics to assess and manage risk, particularly in the context of health systems, health policies, as well as the management of safety and quality of manufacturing of biologic drugs. I'm filming this video to share my strong conviction that at this point in time, all COVID mRNA vaccination program should stop immediately. They should stop because they completely failed to fulfill any of their advertised promise regarding efficacy. And more importantly, they should stop because of the mounting and indisputable evidence that they cause unprecedented level of harm, including the death of young people and children. I personally became concerned with the vaccine safety around middle of 2021, when it became known that the mRNA vaccines cause myocarditis and inflammation of the heart. Since myocarditis is known to be hard to diagnose, because it often has vague symptoms or can even be subclinical with no symptoms. It's also known to be a frequent cause of out-of-the-hospital sudden cardiac arrest, especially among young people. I was very concerned that it will not be detected by the existing vaccine safety surveillance systems. Motivated by that, we decided to analyze the Israel national EMS data to see if there are any signals of increased out-of-the-hospital adverse events. The analysis of the EMS calls and diagnosis data from 2019 throughout the first half of 2021 revealed some very concerning signals. We detected an increase of 25% in the calls with cardiac arrest diagnosis among ages 16 to 39 in the first half of 2021 exactly when the vaccination campaign in Israel was launched. A smaller increase 
was also detected in the older ages. Moreover, we also detected a statistically significant temporal correlation between the number of the Pfizer vaccine doses administered to this, to this population and the number of EMS calls with cardiac arrest diagnosis. Interestingly, we did not find any statistically significant correlation with the number of COVID-19 infections during this period of time. While this is not a proof of causal relationship, it, it left us very concerned, especially given the known suspect uh, clinical mechanism. And we called for an immediate thorough investigation by the Israeli Ministry of Health to investigate what are the underlying cause, causal, causal mechanisms of this observed increased, uh, increase in the cardiac arrest calls. Unfortunately, to the best of my knowledge, such thorough investigation was never conducted. By now, I believe that the cumulative evidence is conclusive and confirms our concern that the mRNA vaccines indeed cause sudden cardiac arrest as a sequel of vaccine-induced myocarditis. And this is potentially only one mechanism. Again, this is exactly the type of video that I believe can get through to intelligent thoughtful, caring people in America. Share that video, Infowars.com. Download it yourself, upload it, clip it out, send it to your friends, send it to everybody. Hey, I, I was, I liked the vaccines, but now I'm really questioning it. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate bone broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart, but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there. And your purchase supports the Info War, a 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it'll take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive, it empowers your body, it's great for your immune system, bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWar. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. That's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, as we travel down the rabbit hole. And it's really, you know, it's like so, so crazy, all the things that we have to cover. I mean, we've got the war in Ukraine, obviously, and the bio labs that existed there that Russia said was the reason that they uh, did their special military operation in the first place. Pretty interesting stuff. I also want to talk about just the basic psychology of the globalists and what drives them to do what they do. I also want to talk about uh, Bill Gates and uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I want to talk about Ireland and the fact that they're being uh, forcibly genocided right in front of our very eyes and nobody's doing anything about it. And it, it also just you know shows the lie of the idea that well we you know we need to have this stuff because these these countries these western countries were imperialist and colonialist this is payback for all your colonial actions when ireland was a colony for its entire existence until very very recently i mean none of it makes any sense shows how completely arbitrary their excuses are for doing whatever they want to do i also want to talk about south africa and how here what is it 40 plus years after the fall of the apartheid state and things are just worse than ever before and it's completely insane and uh, exactly what's coming to all of us if we allow the, the, the rainbow coalition of the diverse DEI whatever coalition uh, comes to power and then they'll, they'll never be satisfied. You know, They're like Zelensky when you give him tanks. It's just like it'll never be enough. Literally, it'll never be enough. Ever. So maybe we should take that into account when planning our trajectory. But again, it's just there's so much stuff that that we that I want to get to, and it's only a platform like InfoWars that allows me the breadth of scope to actually cover all of this stuff because all of it's deeply intertwined. It's all being carried out by more or less the exact same people doing all of this. And by the way, their goal is not something in Ukraine. Their goal is not to make a lot of money. Their goal is to have root-level access to your brain waves so they can manipulate the way that you think to turn you into an automaton for their own ends. Like, you understand where this goes? You understand how far, how spiritual, how corrupt, how biblical all of this is? And again, InfoWars is the only outlet that I think truly understands the, the true scale and scope of what's going on here. So it is an honor and pleasure to be coming to you on Infowars.com, and I hope that you can support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. I hope you too are able to vision the future that we can envision and help us to bring about a positive version of that future. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Not only will you be helping to bring about a more positive future for all of humanity as we strive towards freedom and seek to defeat those that want, as I said, root-level total access control panel domination of your very mind but also your own future can be positive when you are more healthy when you sleep better when you find your workouts are having more effect than they did before all of these things can come to pass if you go to infowarsstore.com and get the powerful supplements that we have on offer there for extremely cheap by the way way cheaper than they probably should be for the effect that they have brain force plus it's 50 percent off right now incredible nootropic down and out one of my favorite supplements since I typically have trouble sleeping and that stuff puts me down 40% off, 
25% off all InfoWars MD products, which are the brand new, the mushroom products and the turmeric 95 and just so much incredible stuff from the InfoWars MD line. All of that is 25% off. Ultimate Bone Broth Plus is back in stock after years of being off the shelves. It's, it's flying off the shelves right now, and who knows how much longer we'll be able to offer that at 25% off. But that also is available at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there, support us, help to fight for humanity against this faceless mob of tyrannical psychopaths that are attempting to destroy us all. I'm not just saying this. They're saying this. I'll show you the videos of all of them, of, of them saying all of this uh, very soon, but – Let's talk for a moment, shall we, about Ukraine. Okay, let's do that. There's this guy on Twitter called Clandestine, at War Clandestine, and I guess he was kicked off Twitter for a while, and now he's back. I'd never heard of him before, but ever since he came back, he's been on my list a bunch, and he comes out with these threads that are so powerful, and he comes out with them so often that it's almost like I can't keep up. It's pretty crazy. But I just want to read through his thread here talking about the chemical weapons in Ukraine, and then we'll show you some videos, and we'll uh, talk a little bit more about some recent developments in this regard. And actually, guys, I just put a a video in the show folder uh, about the Ukraine weapons from Judicial Watch about uh, chemical weapons in Ukraine. But to this uh, clandestine war thread, he says, now that I have everyone's attention, allow me to address why the U.S. establishment politicians are sending tanks, jets, weapons, equipment, and $100-plus billion to Ukraine. It has nothing to do with Ukrainian citizens and everything to do with deep state assets slash secrets in Ukraine. So he says, let's go back to where it all began. Flashback to 2005. Then Senator Obama and Senator Lugar visited former Soviet biological and chemical facilities in Ukraine and established the U.S. deep state roots in Ukraine to, quote, counter bioweapons. So again, this was reported in the Washington Post, U.S. aid to Ukraine encountering bioweapons. This is a story from 2005. It wasn't a conspiracy theory back then. It was acknowledged. When speaking of the lab in 2005, here's how they were described by the Washington Post. The labs were, quote, part of a Cold War network of anti-plague stations that supplied highly lethal pathogens to Soviet bioweapons factories. So when Russia does anti-plague research, it's bioweapons. Of course, nothing is honest or consistent with these people. And it is very interesting that it just so happened to be Barack Obama, random freshman unknown senator at the time, who was the one chosen to carry out this mission. Very interesting. Probably has something to do with the fact that he's been a CIA asset since he was born because his mother was as well. But that's a whole different story. Uh, Tweet four in this thread says, but when the U.S. does defensive gain of function slash directed evolution research, it's not bioweapons. In 2005, Washington Post admits that anti-plague research results in the production of, quote, highly lethal pathogens, a.k.a. bioweapons. They seem to have changed their tune in 2022. How the right embraced Russian disinformation about U.S. bioweapons labs in Ukraine. So again, you just have to, you have to try to you have to try to find your – you have to try to center yourself in this swirling maelstrom of confusion, lies, and misattribution and, and ambigu- ambiguousness, right? So the, the Russians have labs that the America is investigating and turning into American labs. So when Americans say that, then it's Russian disinformation about American labs. So the Russian – the information about the Russians turns into Russian disinformation when it goes against the American regime. Uh, the point is that you can stop listening to these people and just focus on what's actually happening. Yes, America had bioweapon labs in Ukraine. Yes, they were 
set up uh, just the year after Victoria Nuland and others helped to carry out a coup in Ukraine, oust the Russian-friendly government and impose a Western-friendly government without the input or even like modicum of respect to the European neighbors who actually have uh, you know influence and, and concern about what's going on in Ukraine, to quote Victoria Nuland, F the EU. She wasn't that polite though. The U.S. led by Obama passed the Non-Ligar Cooperative Threat Reduction Act of uh, 2005. The U.S. took over former Soviet labs and facilities supposedly to destroy stockpiles of nuclear, chemical, and biological weapons in Ukraine. Obama opened the floodgates for the deep state, created biological weapons programs for the Ukrainian government, and established connections for U.S. oligarchs to build biolab companies in the lawless land of Ukraine. Companies like Joe Biden's Metabiota, Hunter Biden's rather, Biden's Metabiota. Metabiota produces bioagents under diplomatic cover at secret labs, then sells pandemic insurance and trackers to help countries get ahead of what they are putting out. The company is part of the Pentagon's DRTA program as well as funded by Rosemont Seneca, that is Hunter Biden's firm. Then the situation turned sour. Under U.S. supervision, Ukraine fell into civil war in February 2014. In the disarray of war, uh, State Deputy State Department Clinton and the CIA took full control of Ukraine's government. Newland facilitated a regime change. Then they have a link to this Reuters article. Leaked audio reveals embarrassing U.S. exchange on Ukraine slash EU. Uh, by the way, remember, it was for about a decade, a little less, eight, seven, eight years. Uh, there was this video on YouTube showing the, the audio of Victoria Newland discussing who to place on the in the presidential position in Ukraine, saying F the EU, saying we're going to choose this person because they're useful to us. This other person is useful in this other way, so we're going to do that. Just orchestrating like it's a chessboard, like, you know, there's no, I mean, in this whole call, there's no concern about the Ukrainian people. There's no even semblance of pretending like this is something beneficent or that you're looking after the care of Ukraine. It's who's useful, who's not, who's our puppet and who's not, who's going to go into power and F anybody that disagrees with us. That's the attitude of the people in charge like Victoria Newland, who, by the way, are one generation away from being Ukrainian. So this is like a, this is like a personal uh, vindictive kind of act for them. But that's not available on YouTube anymore. It was. It was available from when it came out until earlier this year. And now YouTube is taking it down because, reminder, it's big tech in with all of this as well. We'll return to this thread and get more into Metabiota and the Ukrainian bioweapons on the other side. Infowarsstore.com. Go there now. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of Infowars under a new brand name, Infowars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names. And, and, and not just other one name, they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out. The difference is we have it for 40% off what it is in stores. We're talking about Pain MD. We're talking about HGH Max Boost. We're talking about 1776 Testosterone Boost. These things are incredible. I would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your healthcare provider because they're so powerful. Get them at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, 
right, welcome back, folks. Second hour has begun. We are deep in the mud of the Ukrainian war. And let's continue as we continue to explain the the real history of what's actually going on in Ukraine. See, if, if these people that are carrying all this out succeed, 100 years from now, you'll hear the story that Ukraine was a vibrant, thriving democracy, completely independent, when all of a sudden, and with no reason, and for, for no purpose, the Russians and the mad, insane, evil Hitler 2.0, Putin, decided to invade for no other reason than he had a, a bloodlust that he must, you know, kill millions of innocent people for no good reason. And then the, the beautiful and, and lovely American people demanded that we help Ukraine, and they strove against this evil force uh, and, and were able to, f- to free their lands. Uh, the reality is that the people in, in America that run America have for decades been carefully manipulating and uh, – altering the path of Ukraine that Ukraine was on. It had a Russian-friendly government. They were about to sign a big agreement with the EU when all of a sudden there was a big coup that happened and a big mysterious uh, – the, the Maidan revolution where snipers on the roof took out protesters to ignite the, the pushback against the government, all very, very well orchestrated in a very typical color revolution style. And this was all done by people who are, by the way – Their parents are Ukrainian. Like it's so strange how this happens. Strange that nobody recognizes this and sees what's going on and stops it. That's the strange part. And so then for about a decade, we systematically trained the Ukrainians to – you know, carry out a war against the Russians. We supplied them with weapons. We gave them the money and the authority that they needed to assume control of that country, and then we – you know, trained the you know the CIA operatives went in there and trained the groups and the army and the Green Berets went in there to train the uh, Ukrainian you know people to carry out you know guerrilla war essentially with uh, their Russian ethnic you know citizens. Pretty incredible stuff. But let's continue down this uh, thread. So this is all about trying to set the history straight and trying to tell the real history of what's actually happening, not the projected lies of the mainstream media that obfuscate all of the real machinations and and collaborations going on in the background. So Newland, who spilled the beans on the fear of Russian forces getting their hands on biological research in Ukraine, engineered the color revolution in Ukraine. They started a civil war, then picked their puppet to run the government, creating a deep state proxy. And here they have the video of Marco Rubio questioning Victoria Newland. Remember, she was the one that came out and said, actually, there are weapons biological weapons manufacturing going on in Ukraine. Just if you talk about it, you're Russian disinformation. Try to wrap your mind around that one. Now with complete control of the Ukrainian government, then the Bidens begin their dirty work. Biden visited Ukraine 13 plus times, securing U.S. funding for Ukraine oligarchs, then used his power to fire a state prosecutor who figured out Biden's kickback slash laundering scheme. So the reason that our tax dollars are in Ukraine is because the Ukraine is a deep state proxy controlled by the ruling families of the DNC slash Soros. They're trying to protect their assets slash secrets in Ukraine, most consequential of which is their biological activity. The reason why the USMSM went all out pro-Ukraine is because the media is owned by the pharma companies via advertisement money. The pharma companies who rely on biolabs in Ukraine to create pathogens so their vaccine scheme can profit is it's all starting to make sense. The reason the FBI and the DHS went full Orwell and weaponized big tech to censor all reporting on the biolabs in Ukraine is because intel community is compromised by the deep state, the deep state who can't let people find out about their pathogen production scheme. The reason the House Dems at DNC went insane and impeached Trump over making a single phone call to Zelensky in Ukraine is because they couldn't allow Trump to snoop around and investigate their deep state proxy. Trump was on to whatever they were hiding, a.k.a. 
bioweapons. We'll continue on this thread in just a little bit. But again, it's, none of this is necessarily new information. It's just very nicely organized with all of the sources referenced. So it's a, it's a great thread in that regard. But we've known all of this the whole time. And the instant that they started talking about impeaching Trump, even before that, when they were just complaining about Trump getting involved in Ukraine, we laid it all out for you here on InfoWars because it was all evident from the very beginning. They wanted to stop Trump from investigating what was going on in Ukraine because for years they had been using Ukraine as a very, very profitable and effective money laundering operation and, you know, research facilities that you can build there like we knew all of this and the impeachment was like an obvious sign but it was a desperate sign of defense as they were trying to protect their assets you're listening to the american journal with your host harrison smith watch it live right now at band.video Bioweapons in Ukraine. You know, let's take a let's take a quick break here before we continue to talk about the bioweapons in Ukraine. I'll, I'll open up the phone lines shortly here for you to call in about any and all topics you want. You want to talk about the Ukraine war? Great. You want to talk about anything else? We'll open up the phone lines for that too. Before we do that, before we continue with the thread on the bioweapons labs in Ukraine, let's take a little trip back in time. Let's see some of our our two you know stalwart, respectable, pro America Republican. Uh, Icons, Lindsey Graham and John McCain. I mean, who has a bad word to say about these two gentlemen, right? Now, there's a video of them in Ukraine years before Trump got impeached, years before Putin invaded. And yet our little little warmongers were going over there to Ukraine to attempt to gin up a little conflict that they can take advantage of. So just just a reminder, none of this started last year. They want you like goldfish thinking that the first thing that happened was Putin invading as if that just came out of nowhere and and we had no idea. this. Let's just do a quick reminder that over 10 years ago, they were already planting the seeds for this war to take place. Here's John McCain and Lindsey Graham giving a a nice little speech to the Ukrainian uh, military there. I admire the fact that you will fight for your homeland. Your fight is our fight. 2017 will be the year of offense. All of us will go back to Washington and we will push the case against Russia. Enough of a Russian aggression. It is time for them to pay a heavier price. Our fight is not with the Russian people, but with Putin. Our promise to you is to take your cause to Washington. Inform the American people of your bravery. And make the case against Putin to the world. I believe you will win. I am convinced you will win. And we will do everything we can to provide you with what you need to win. Я 
And we have succeeded not because of equipment, but because of your courage. Ви успішні не через обладнання, але через вашу відважність. I thank you and the world is watching. And the world is watching because we cannot allow Vladimir Putin to succeed here because if he succeeds here he will succeed in other countries. Я вам дуже дякую і весь світ за цим слідкує. І весь цим світ за цим слідкує, тому що ми не можемо дозволити Володимиру Путіну тут перемогти, адже якщо він тут переможе, він зможе це зробити. So there was a, five years before the invasion of Ukraine by Russia, you've got little angels of death, Amy Klobuchar and John McCain and Lindsey Graham and whoever that gremlin is on the left, all going to Ukraine and advocating war and pushing war. He says 2017 is the year of offense. We're going to push the case against Russia from our position of power in the United States government. We're going to make sure that Russia pays a heavier price. This is of course after America pulled off a color revolution and performed a coup in Ukraine after we flooded Ukraine with NGOs and George Soros money to uh, disturb the you know order and peace that they had there after we weaponized the Azov battalion and the the Ukrainian Nazis so we are the aggressors we are the ones that started all of this we are the ones that are doing all of this in five plus years ago Lindsey Graham John McCain AB Clover a bipartisan elect group of deep state actors went over there to continue to push the fight against Putin. We are the aggressors. Putin is defending himself against us. You have to recognize that at this point. So just a little reminder that none of this is happening in a vacuum. None of this just occurred all of a sudden. All of what Putin was doing was predicated on American actions for years beforehand. Egregious, ridiculous, illegal, warmongering actions by the people who claim to be Americans. So returning to this uh, to this thread here from War Clandestine, the reason Zelensky ordered the Ukrainian Ministry of Defense to destroy all state documents affiliated with U.S. Oh, I think I might have uh, sco- no, that, yeah, this is it. So, uh, yeah, they they try to impeach Trump because he's actually looking into what's going on in Ukraine, which they see. Oh, by the way, we haven't even touched on human trafficking, but that's a major part of the Ukrainian conflict. Ukraine was a, a supermarket for sex slaves essentially to, to be shipped everywhere there's article after article about it right back when they used to write articles about ukraine being the most corrupt country in europe they also would write articles about the wholesale sex trafficking that was taking place out of ukraine so you know all of this is intertwined the organ trafficking the sex trafficking the uh, weapons trafficking the biological weapons manufacturing the deep state coup the color revolution george soros the the media establishment i mean it's all It's all in Ukraine. That's what we said in the beginning is that Trump – when Trump started looking into Ukraine, started investigating it, they flipped out. And that's why we said from the very beginning this impeachment, everybody was saying, oh, they're attacking Trump. No, no, no. They were defending themselves against Trump. Yes, they were trying to impeach him, but they knew the impeachment would never go through. They just needed something, some Hail Mary, some desperate act to stop him from unraveling their entire sordid affair. So we've known this from the beginning. But again, we were laying out all of the information to give you the background and the, and the occurrences now. So the reason Zelensky ordered the Ukrainian Ministry of Defense to destroy all state documents affiliated with U.S. biolab companies Metabiota and Bartel the day that the missiles started flying. This was the 24th of February 2022. So Russia invades. One of the first things that Zelensky does is issue orders to destroy all information about the Ukrainian Ministry of Defense uh, information relating to 
Metabiota, that is Hunter Biden, which Rose Seneca, uh, Hunter Biden's organization, uh, funded and sponsored and uh, made tons of money with. Here's from the Daily Mail. Hunter Biden did help secure millions in funding for U.S. contractor in Ukraine specializing in deadly pathogen research. Laptop emails reveal raising more questions about the disgraced son of the then vice president. This was all the way back in March of 2022. Here you can see the actual order uh, from Zelensky saying the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine with the participation of specialists in the security service of Ukraine in connection with the conduct of martial law in Ukraine from February 24th, 2022 in accordance, et cetera, et cetera, organized the devastating destruction of personal files of servicemen, employees, and staff of the state institution Center for Public Health of the Ministry of Health of Ukraine, Ukrainian Research Anti-Plague Institute, uh, Mekhanov of the Ministry of Health in Ukraine, Regional Laboratory Centers of the Ministry of Health of Ukraine, which worked together with scientists at Metabiota and Batelli. So again, Metabiota doing research the day that Russia invades. They issue orders to destroy all paperwork from the Ukrainian government having to deal with Metabiota. Metabiota, which of course is funded by Hunter Biden. Are you getting the full picture yet? Number 16, the 16 point of this clandestine thread says the reason the WHO advised Ukraine to destroy all their pathogens at the labs the MSM said didn't exist is because the WHO knew Putin was looking for the bioweapons. The same WHO that created a a global medical police state due to COVID-19. Big Pharma, MSM, Big Tech, the intelligence community, Zelensky, the WHO, the NIH, and deep state politicians all working together to accomplish the same goal to cover up the criminal biological weapons production in Ukraine. All the entities who happen to benefit from COVID-19. This is why these entities are hyper-defensive about all things related to COVID-19, biological research, and Ukraine. It's because they are – it's because we are close to the proof of their crimes against humanity for which the punishment is rather harsh. Tanks, jets, weapons, equipment, $100 billion in taxpayer funds, the lives of the Ukrainian people, all worthy sacrifices in the eyes of the deep state. Whatever it takes to cover up their bioweapons production, World War III already started. COVID-19 was the first weapon fired. D.C. Drano. Uh, notes on this. Remember when the Pentagon confirmed the U.S. partnered with 46 Ukraine bioweapons lab and Hunter Biden secured millions for one of the labs, Metabiota? Well, now we have this February 24th, 2022 letter from Zelensky ordering the destruction of all government files for Metabiota. It's all, they're all in it together. It is a tangled web of corruption, death, chaos for the purpose, not of making money, but of destroying the entire world to remake it in the great reset technocratic hell that they design. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers. 
that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. streaming on band.video right now have i have suspicion that has something to do with the freezing weather here we had uh may have had a power outage or something last night i'm not sure but the it team is working feverishly in the background to try to get us back up on band.video so if you're listening to me now good job i don't know i don't know how you're doing it radio i guess Thank you very much for being here, however you found your way here. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines. We might not get a lot of calls because might not be a lot of people uh, tuned in on Bandai Video. But uh, if you can hear my voice, give us a call. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call here at American Journal. We will be taking your calls throughout the rest of the show today. I have some uh, little one-off stories to cover here. Project Veritas. Just put this out on Twitter. YouTube Insider leaks urgent guidance documents sent to employees on how to handle the Project Veritas Pfizer-directed evolution video effective immediately as of 27 January 2023. They say it violates the COVID-19 misinformation policy. Despite the fact that it is insider information from Pfizer itself, apparently it's COVID misinformation, even though they – how, like, how could this possibly be COVID misinformation? This is a scientist from Pfizer telling you what Pfizer is doing about the vaccines. How are you justifying calling this? Oh, that's right. You're not. Oh, that's right. You just do whatever you want. Okay, I forgot. I forgot you just call things whatever you want when you don't want them to be able to be spread. I forgot about that. But now I remember. Urgent guidance. Project Veritas video on the Pfizer vaccine, 27 January 2023. So again, you know, people like you know, you talk about like, oh, we're censored. Oh, you know, they have, you know, the big tech is working against us. People think you're crazy. People think it's, oh, it's just algorithms that are doing. No, no. There are people who are keeping an eye on all of this and are issuing these directives in person, live time, in direct, you know, combating us coming out with information. They issue a, a statement to, to remove it from the website. I mean, this is happening constantly. Okay. They say – this is, again, this is internal document from YouTube leaked to Project Veritas. A clip uploaded by Project Veritas featuring a Pfizer official is rapidly spreading on the platform. The video, when uploaded in its entirety, contains a timestamp that violates the COVID-19 mis- vaccine misinformation policy for making a categorical claim that COVID-19 vaccines are ineffective 
and therefore be removed unless it con- uh, contains efficient EDSACR. So when reviewing any re-uploads of this content, be sure to confirm of the following violative timestamp is present. Check four corners and metadata for EDSA that clearly contradicts, refutes, or contravails the violative timestamp. So, I mean, this is pretty useful, actually. If you're going to upload this, go ahead and just chop out that part where it says that the vaccines are ineffective. Just just blur that out or beep it out, upload it again, and they'll have to issue another memo with something else they have an issue with to, again, take down this true information on their falsified misinformation charges. It's important, they say, that we remove violative re-uploads of this content as it spreads harmful misinformation about the approved vaccines against COVID-19. And this goes to the rapid response team, effective as of uh, 27th of January, 2023. Again, this is how it happens. I mean, this is it's totally unacceptable in, in America. I mean, and yeah, here's the Pfizer response, by the way, where they admit that this is happening. Allegations have recently made related to gain-of-function and directed evolution research at Pfizer, and the company would like to set the record straight. In the ongoing development of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccines, Pfizer has not conducted gain-of-function or directed evolution research. Working with collaborators – that's an interesting word to use. Uh, We have conducted research – yeah – uh, working with co-conspirators, we have conducted research where the original SARS-CoV virus has been used to express the spike protein from new variants of concern. This work is undertaken once a new variant of concern has been identified by et cetera. Oh, look, they're guilty, okay? It's just what, however many words they have to use to try to lie their way out of it and try to obscure what's actually happening. It's the exact same thing that Anthony Fauci did on the floor of the Congress, right? Exact same thing. Well, it's not gain-of-function research. It's just research that allows the functions to be gained some. I mean it's not gain-of-function though because we don't call it that. No, no, no. See, we don't call it that. So – and this is one of the things that – I don't know if I want to do a report on it or what, but it's just an idea that's been going through my head. And it's the concept of the letter of the law, the letter of the law versus the spirit of the law and how most of our problems right now is because we are now a country of lawyers. We're a country of nitpickers. We're a country of – devious little manipulators who will stick to the letter of the law while completely violating the spirit of the law. And it's something that we see continuously, right? Yep. And and it's like it makes it impossible to control this crap. And, and we have videos here of things like uh, – many of them actually. I had some yesterday. I have some today. I'm, I played any of them. But they've been spreading around and it's school administrators and teachers discussing how they're still going to teach critical race theory, but they're just not going to call it critical race theory. See, so – like with people like this, you can't be generous with them. You can't be lenient with them. You can't assume that they're going to understand what the purpose of a law is and then comport themselves you know, in a way that is consistent with the spirit of the law. They're, again, just devious little creeps. They're going to do whatever they can and they go, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you, right? That this, these are these types of people. So you pass a law that goes, look, we don't want our children being taught that they're evil because of their skin color. We don't want little white children being told that they have some uh, sin on their soul because of what people a hundred years ago did. And we don't want to teach little black kids that they're, you know, white compatriots, the, the other fellow white students are somehow harming them with their mere existence. Like that's, it's bad. It's destructive. Everybody gets this. It's not hard to understand. So don't teach kids to hate each other. Is that so complicated? And so you pass the law, but unfortunately laws have to 
be words and words have definitions and you can pick and choose which ones you want to define which way and then you can decide that, well, if I'm teaching it this way, it doesn't technically violate it. So the spirit of the law is stop teaching children to hate each other. But these these lawyerish, nitpicky little creeps go, well, but I'm not technically violating the law. If we just call it something else, then we can still do it. And you know what you're doing. You know you're violating the law. You know that you are violating the spirit of the law. Same thing with the immigration at the southern border, right? The spirit of the law of amnesty is that we're supposed to be a safe haven for people that are being hunted down and killed by their own government. That's the spirit of that law. But because it's almost impossible to, like, there's only so many words you can use to try to identify what the law is supposed to do and so they're able to you know go well if we say this and if we technically check this box then we get to apply for asylum so again you stick directly to the letter of the law but the spirit of the law is completely destroyed so uh, this is like a major issue in our country right now it's a complete uh disavowal of the spirit of the law like and again it's just it's because like it's it's all these little lawyers now. It's all these little people that have been told that you can violate the law as long as you're sneaky about it, as long as you say the right words, as long as you say the right magical words, or as long as you pretend that what you're doing has some sort of beneficial spirit behind it, then you can do whatever you want. You can violate the spirit of the law as long as you stick directly to the letter of the law. And again, it's impossible to govern this way. It is impossible to write a law that can't be manipulated or twisted or circumvented some some little way, right? It's like, uh, well, you know, I didn't technically shoplift because I, I dropped it outside and somebody else came and picked it up. It's like, you know, you're still stealing. You get that you're not supposed to steal. You're just trying to lawyer your way out of it because you're bad people. And we can't have a country with people like this. The second American revolution is happening right now against the New World Order. And the answer to their 1984 tyranny is the 1776 mindset. And InfoWars embodies that fight for human liberty against globalist tyranny. Now, in the last year, we've done a very successful fundraiser of silver coins. When you buy the coin, you know that you are supporting the transmission and you get a historical memento so you can remember the great contribution you made to freedom. Now, despite the fact that the coins are selling out, the last of the four coin series, Teddy Roosevelt Man the Arena, we're offering it for $30 off right now while supplies last at 1776coin.com. And just like an NPR pledge drive where they mark up a coffee cup or a t-shirt or a DVD 300%, that's what we've done with this because it's a fundraiser. But despite that, we're offering $30 off exclusively at 1776 on what coins remain. Please go to 1776coin.com right now. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Right, folks, phone calls are rolling in. Somebody from the Alamo calling in. That's kind of cool. We'll go out to those phone calls in just a moment. I want to quickly cover this story because it's pretty hilarious and illustrative. Just the first couple paragraphs, really. Uh, from thefp.com, Dubai paid Beyonce $24 million. She gave them her integrity. Well, they overpaid, frankly. Are, are celebrities called democracy tyranny then don't recognize real tyranny when it hands them a check? 
Tanya Gold says, I went to Dubai once. It's where tyranny meets hypercapitalism, and it is as awful as it sounds. I was helping a journalist for him to research an article. I spent my days admiring an undersea bedroom in a lagoon and a sea ski, sco- ski slope inside a mall. At night, I would meet trafficked maids or a woman imprisoned for adultery. I asked an ancient British tourist why he came for the holidays. He said, the staff will hold your blank if you ask them. That is what Westerners like about Dubai, the indentured servitude and the weather. <laughs> it's the Great Reset, folks. It's the Great Reset and democracy, whether you like it or not. Last week, the grand opening of the Atlantis of Atlantis the Royal, Dubai's new luxury hotel, Beyonce, gave her first live performance in five years. The gig featured a 48-person all-female orchestra, how very feminist, a Lebanese dance troupe, and her daughter. She was reportedly paid $25 million for the occasion. Her latest album, Renaissance, is, among other things, a homage to black queer culture. Oh, good. You know what we don't have enough of? <laughs> you know what our culture is really missing out on? Black queer culture. That's... You know, you look around, you think, what's what's America missing right now? Incredible. She performed no songs from it. How could she in a country where homosexual homosexuality is punishable by death? So she sang her back catalog for the equivalent of 10 Bugatti Chirons. Oil-rich t- uh, tyrannies have generous marketing budgets. They're selling tyranny itself. So again, it's, it's just – I think this illustrates kind of everything we know about the New World Order and their their pets like Beyonce. They have no principles. They have no legitimate concerns about tyranny. Their principles are entirely you know, dependent on the situation. Their outrage or you know, interest in what's going on in the world is not from themselves. It is, it is implanted in them by other people who are using them to their own ends. These people suck. They suck. They all suck so hard. It's so funny how much they and their ideas and the world they're creating and just everything about them is just – they just suck. Uh, on you know, And like that's like the biggest argument against globalism is like these people are awful and they should all be – oh, you finished that sentence. Let's go out to the phone calls, shall we? Boone in Arkansas wants to talk about veterans issues. Thank you so much for calling in. Boone, you're on the air. How are you, Harrison? Howdy. Oh, I was listening. You know, I listen to you guys all the days, and thank, thank you for all you guys do. I did notice that Bandaw video went down. That happens quite a bit. I'm off grid out here in the middle of Arkansas, but anyway, uh, band veteran, band is back up apparently now. So we oh, we we've good. gotten it fixed. <laughs> And it's back Please. up. Tell you what, uh, Boone, I'm having a little trouble hearing you. I don't, I don't know if I'm on speakerphone or something, but if you can just get nice. Yep, yep. Hold on one second. Nice one and close. We'll fix that. But yeah, apparently Band. Right. Video is is uh, back up and running. We are streaming live there now. So thank you to the InfoWars crew now? coming in early. Yes, sir, Boone. Go ahead. Okay. So, you know, you were talking about the reduction in military service, and I know that, you know, as a combat veteran, you know, as the years have gone on and the government's obviously gone to gone to the pot, you know, any you know, all the kids look up to us soldiers and I you know, anymore I can't tell them to fight for a country that <laughs> is going down like this. I mean, I I went off grid two years ago just to get away from it. Yeah. You know. I mean it's a it's a sad state of affairs. I love this country but you know, all we have 
and you know be together. Yeah, support each other. Have, yeah, this government just gone to pot, man. I and I mean, I like I like the city life. You know, I used to work and all that other stuff. Now I just live off off the land. You know. Well, hey, good, good for you, and and hey, Arkansas is a beautiful place to do that. You got the best water in the world, in, in my opinion. So, in <laughs> the hills and everything. So, you picked a good place to do it. But no, I know exactly how you're feeling, and I know I, I got family members that feel the same way. That were like hardcore, like Air Force, just like loved being yeah. soldiers, and then as they retired and then the years went on and they started looking into what they were actually involved in and going, I was being used here. And it's like an identity crisis because you're, you're so invested in this idea and you, uh, you literally put your life on the line for it only to learn that it was all a lie. That's, I get it, man. That That's incredibly troubling. But I mean that, you know, the, the only thing I can tell them is like, look, you were, you were driven by a good impulse. You were driven by a positive attribute and it's not your fault that that, you know, loyalty and love of country was turned against you and and you were manipulated right so turn your anger on the people who manipulated you and yeah try to let you know let people know what is really going on and uh and you know you just can't you just can't beat yourself up about it because i know i don't don't know if if that's your case but i know that with people in my family it's like they personally feel like like it's their fault somehow that they were involved in in these activities, but it's, it's not, you were tricked, you were fooled. So, you know, turn your anger towards the people that did this to you. And, uh, and of course, you know, all this, do you mind if I ask, um, where you saw action, Ben? I did both initial pushes, Iraq and Afghanistan. And, uh, been out, like I said, when they, when they started putting red high heels on soldiers, that's when I Watch your language. Watch your language there, Boone. Sorry, we are on terrestrial radios. You gotta watch your language, No, but I. uh, Yeah, I appreciate. I I didn't think you sounded quite old enough to be uh, Vietnam, but that was where it really started, and that that whole conflict was orchestrated as well, right? You had soldiers coming back who'd been through absolute hell. They'd never wanted to go. They were literally forced by their government, picked up and threatened with either jail time or going to Vietnam. So they go, they, they do what they're told only to get back and have, you know, hippies attacking them and spitting on them for being victims of this military industrial complex. So, you know, this is, this is how sophisticated the military industrial complex is. It creates the war in, in, uh, in, well, Ukraine, it's the same story over and over, isn't it? Right. We, we, we create the atmosphere for war in Vietnam, we send people over there. It's it's a total mess. It's a total cluster. It's you get they, everybody gets addicted to drugs because the drug running from the CIA. So they're destroying the the soldiers at the same time that they're using them to carry out massacres and destroy morale across the board. And then at the same time, they're fostering and, and helping to create the uh, you know alternate the the pushback the pro, the peace movement saying to those people it's those soldiers that are the bad ones those soldiers are evil baby killers go spit on them and so you know that creates a massive division where the soldiers who never wanted to be there in the first place have been through mental hell come back and have their fellow americans spitting on them even though they're the victim so it's like we can't fall for the false dichotomy that they perpetuate that the people in charge are using to divide and conquer us we have to understand we're all in this together against them and whether you're a victim of the the mind control and the trickery that that got you into the situation or if you're somebody that is against the activities of the army you have to understand we're all on the same side here against people that are using the u.s military to their own ends utterly destroying our country in the process and dividing and 
splintering the American people as a, as a little cherry on top. Thanks so much for the call, Boone. We'll get more of your calls on the other side. I do want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. We will not be here without you. We will not be here without you going to InfoWarsStore.com. Spread, spread the word. It is, I remind you, totally free to download videos and re-upload them, to share the links, to tell your friends about it, to pray for us, all of that totally free and it helps us immensely because again we cannot just be talking to our audience we have to get this information out to other people not just to inform them of what they don't know but hopefully expand and open their mind to the reality of what's actually going on the only way that we do that is by you helping us to be on air you helping to uh us to carry out this crusade go to infowarsstore.com right now to get ultimate bone bone broth plus back in stock better than ever it's 25 percent off what do you have to lose your chains that's all i have been in a 28 year marathon battle with a globalist i have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics not just in america but in the world We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and this grief is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate Bone Broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart, but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there and your purchase supports the info war a 360 win if you've not experienced bone broth and even the regular ones have great effects believe me you want to get Infowars life ultimate bone broth at infowarsstore.com now it'll take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it just go to infowarsstore.com read the facts there and then order some and you can't lose it's nutritive it empowers your body it's great for your immune system with bones and joints and it funds the info war so ultimate bone broth now back in stock at infowarsstore.com for 25 percent off you're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. This is The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Still a lot to cover in today's program. We're going to go out to your phone calls now and try to get to as many as possible. But that's up to you if you can keep your comments as concise as you can, we'll get through as many as possible. Let's go to Brian in New York City who wants about wants to talk about the chickens and the lack of eggs. Go ahead, Brian. You're on the air. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm not in New York City. I'm in uh, outside of Buffalo. That's um, all the same to me, Brian. No, I'm just kidding. All right, New, <laughs> New York State, I should say. Yeah, I'm almost as close to Chicago as New York. <laughs> okay. Um, right, so you're yeah, probably, you're probably a... colder than we are right now. It's like 15. Yeah. Oof. 
All right, go ahead. What are your comments on the chickens and the eggs? Okay, I think uh, the egg shortage is a symptom, and I have a theory. And it's so that we know that the uh, COVID virus had a folded, folded protein prion. Mm. The part they mapped that they that they gave for your body to make mRNA, the mRNA was to produce that section. That we know that. So if you would continue continuously get boosters, you would get a prion disease, which looks like their goal, because why would you map that part, and why would you keep doing it if, you know, you knew that? Right. So, no one's getting their boosters. So, if you put prions in chicken feed, and then ate those chickens, you would be then getting chickens, and prion disease requires that you continue, you know... You, you build up the prions in your system. That's what eventually takes you down. So I'm thinking the egg shortage is a symptom of them putting prions in the feed. And I don't know how to test that, but it'd be terrifying if they were. Yeah, I don't know if anybody, I don't know if any tests have been done. So far, all we have about the chicken feed conspiracy is just people's personal observations, including my own. I've told you all the story. Our chickens were not laying eggs until my son figured out you could feed them clover and start feeding them tons of clover, and then they started laying eggs again. So even in my personal life, I've noticed chicken feed, they don't lay eggs. Other feed, they do. So obviously there's something with the chicken feed, but I don't know anybody that so far has investigated that. I wonder wonder if Mike Adams has the uh, laboratory necessary to carry out those tests because it's it's an interesting idea. I I, I think you're – it's got to be something like that, Brian. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the call. I, I think it's a it's a good thought, and um, you know maybe somebody out there can uh, hearing this right now can help to to start those wheels turning and and get those tests done. Thank you for that. Let's go to uh, Brian. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's go to Lee. He's a retired Marine in Kansas. You want to talk about the tanks going to Ukraine? Go ahead, Lee. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Yeah. The reason I called, I heard you ask about you know Western tanks going into Ukraine. One of the reasons the Ukrainians have been taking such massive losses is because they're using the same equipment that the, Soviet, the Russians have. And I've fought them in direct action during Desert Storm as part of the 2nd Marine Division push into Kuwait. Uh, my infantry battalion and a tank brigade took on a regiment or bigger of Iraqi tanks, but they were all supplied with T-72s, T-62s, and armored vehicles. Mm. I have a picture where there are at least 20 tanks burning we took no losses we had a couple of injuries but that was it and were you were, were you guys in tanks were, were you guys in tanks as well and we took them out were you guys in, were you guys in tanks as well no i'm an infantry unit i was a mortarman okay all right we had a tank brigade with us we had the tiger brigade uh, and they had pulled up a few of uh their uh, m1a1 abrams and we're also in direct action with these iraqi tanks now both my infantry battalion and that brigade were taking on a, a, it had to have been a, uh, a brigade, uh, at least a brigade size, if not a regiment, and possibly a division of tanks. I'd have to go back and look at the battle report. Russian tanks are junk, just like most of the rest of Russian equipment. For instance, I'll give you a, an example. The K-329 is a death trap. I know this because I used to work for the Navy and I worked on submarines. The Department Defense Intelligence Agency brought my code, uh, some pictures and prints of that boat that they had. And after our professional assessment of it, that thing can't go more than maybe 100 meters underwater. It's going to start having major malfunctions. 
The same goes with Russian tanks. They put all the ammo in the turrets, which is the thinnest part of the armor on any tank. T-62s have the same problem. 72s have it. I think it isn't up until the T-90 series that they put them down into the actual chassis of the tank. But they're still, if you can penetrate that tank, you still have the ammo, it will blow the tank up, and that's why you see these turrets flying. So what do you... So, so you what, my point is, you're yeah. going to see Western armor in action now. The Ukrainians are fighting for their independence. They are tired of Russian intervention in their country. They want to decide their own destiny. And Vladimir Putin, who is lucky to be alive, to be honest with you, but that's another story, um, he is trying to reestablish the old Soviet Union. He thinks he's Peter the Great, and he's not. But he has all these Russians in there. They've lost over 130,000 troops in less than a year. Could you imagine if we had went to war with a country and we'd lost that many in less than a year? What would be happening here in the United States? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty bad. Uh, but do you think, uh, do you think the Ukraine, do you think Ukraine is, is independent or do you think that they are more or less controlled as a puppet by American uh, influence and, and deep no, state they want to be part. They want to be more part of Europe, but they are tired of Russian interference. How many of their politicians have been had assassination attempts or have been assassinated since they split, you know, the split of the Soviet Union back in 91, 93? Mm. They want to be independent. They're tired of it. And if you look at the history, Russian history, the Russians keep invading Ukraine, and then they slaughter Ukrainians by the thousands. Whoa. The Ukrainians want their own country. They, they don't feel themselves as lesser Russians. They don't even want to be considered Russians. What about the what about the people in the east that don't want to that don't consider themselves Ukrainian? Because I mean, we you know we know Ukraine was really created wholesale. Like the the current geographical outlay of Ukraine only has only existed since the fifties because Khrushchev was from Ukraine and oh. just decided to give them Crimea and uh, the the eastern part because he wanted them to have a, a bigger industrial base. So I mean. What about the people that, you know, there are people alive now, maybe born in the 40s, that were born in when the area was Russia. It became Ukraine in their lifetime, uh, but they they were Russian to start with, and the, the line crossed them. They didn't cross any border. I mean, you think those people have a, a right to be with their uh, ethnic compatriots in Russia, or you think they should be? Uh, they should be, they should identify as Ukrainians and not try mm-hmm. to overthrow their government. It would be like saying, well, hey, there's a bunch of American expats down in Mexico, and they just don't like being, you know, part of Mexico anymore. So, But they're Americans. But they're going to start a revolution, start shooting at all the Mexicans, because they want to take over, you know. But that's not what it's like. It'd be like if in the 50s we took over uh, Coquila, you know, and and determined that that was America now, but the people that lived there were Mexican and wanted to be back in Mexico. I think that's a... That's a little bit different, but it's interesting what you're saying about the tanks, although, you know, I'm always suspicious of new technology anyway. You know, Israel had these new tanks that they were sending against Lebanon. They were like super technologically advanced. That ended up being a uh, Achilles heel because the Lebanese people just send little kids with bombs that would just throw them under the tank and it would disable them. And then they were just sitting ducks and the tanks couldn't move because they were so technologically complicated that if one thing broke, the whole thing would just sit there. So. It, I guess it'll be interesting to see the, ta- what you're the, the, the tanks going into Ukraine. However, the, yeah. the Russians aren't sending children after 
the Ukrainian tanks, and neither are the Ukrainians, as far as I know. I've I've been following this very closely because I, like I said, I was involved with the DoD, mm. uh, involved with submarines, and so, and I'm a Marine, so I just I've been really watching this. But the Russians nor the Ukrainians are sending children. These are two modern armies. No, no, I, I, right now. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're missing my point. Where, I think you're missing my point. It wasn't that there are kids doing it. What about drones? Like, do you think a, a C four packed you know, uh, autopilot drone that cost a hundred bucks could take out one of those tanks. Absolutely. Yeah. I talked to those guys from the, um, crossblade who make the crossblade. Mm-hmm. We suggested, Hey, as a mortarman, I can't see my target. I have to rely on somebody else giving me the coordinates that I put on my mortar, which is a small man, portable artillery piece. Right. But I have to adjust it and then I can drop a bomb on them. Now, if you give me, a drone that is up there that I have a uh, a shape charge with a uh, copper core that I think we estimated them at $10,000. And you take one of these cross blades or switch blades and you run it right into the top of that turret, you got a $10,000 drone that just took out a $2 million tank. The Ukrainians are fighting a war of independence on a budget. And yeah, budget I, don't, I just, I don't, I really don't think they're fighting a war of independence, man. I think they have been uh, completely co-opted by the Western powers. I mean, if they wanted independence, this is not the way to go about it. And I, I'd be worried, forget the, forget the $10,000 drones, I'd be worried about the $100 drones that can blow up a tank. I think these tanks, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a giant waste of money. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. It'll prolong the, the suffering and the misery for a while and give them justification for sending fighter, fighter jets next. So... That'll be fun. You want to beat the New World Order? You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist, and I've got their number, and I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. The bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down. And I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family. InfoWarsStore.com for the best supplements and more. Or just make a straight donation, big red banner at the top of InfoWarsStore.com, and that way all the money goes towards the fight, not part of it going towards product cost. But I thank you all for your support. Please commit now to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great products and make donations. I thank you for your support. Now take action. The globalists are counting on you not taking action.